Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Get ready to come into the zone for the next 60 minutes. Your journey will begin in 3, 2, 1. The Prophecy Zone. With your host, Phil Armstrong, your watchman on the wall, bringing you into the knowledge only found as you pursue the truth. So set back and enter the zone of Bible prophecy and find the hope that every Christian should have. Find out what is going to happen in the year 2012 and beyond. The Middle East, the mark of the beast, the European superstate, Russia, China, Syria, and more. So set back and grab your cup of coffee and your Bible, and be prepared to enter the zone. The Prophecy Zone. Hey, how y'all doing out there? This is Phil Armstrong of the Prophecy Zone. I'm coming to y'all live. We're going to be talking about Bible prophecy with the emphasis on 2012 and the Middle East War. Also, the economic boom collapse. Sit back, relax, listen up, you're in for an interesting hour. Um, Today I want to um, talk about uh, 2012, um, per se, uh, the advertisements that you see in movies and and on bookstores and and probably on the internet, especially on the internet, uh, about the end of the world. Uh, yes, you see a lot of people prepping. Uh, you call them preppers, where they go out and they buy canned goods and store up various um, uh, ornaments that they're going to need during a case of emergency. And and that is not bad of itself, but it kind of reminds me of both good and bad. It kind of reminds me of Proverbs when they talk about um a wise person stores up things for in case of emergency, and then um, it kind of reminds me of something negative when the parable and um, the gospels of the of the one rich fool who store up things and um, not concerned about anybody else. But uh, it mostly reminds me of positive because I think even Christians should always be ready. Uh, to serve their community um, if someone needs help. And if you have canned goods and things like that, you can do that. But anyway, 2012 to a lot of people uh, means the end of all things. And sometimes the movie industry and the book industry paint 2012 as the immediate end of the world. Now, what does the New Agers believe uh, about the end of the world? In other words, what do those who believe in mystical crystals and and um, perfect harmony upon all men and and um, there's going to be a new paradigm shift of, of the culture and it's going to head towards a better way. Um, well, I've been looking at that lately and it, and it comes to give me the notion that most 2012ers are not um, into the world um, believers. They don't believe that the world's going to end, rather they believe that it's going to have a time of climactic, catastrophic um, time, catastrophic time. I, I got my my mouth got caught um, on Earth, uh, and then after the after the catastrophe, the world will turn towards 
a new world order or a better way of life for all men. And everybody would reach their godhood likeness and and everybody would be like, you know, extra smart and extra wise and they will their their minds will be extra clear and they will see uh, much clearer than they used to see. <laughs> but um what the two thousand twelvers believe is that through a hard time, out of that hard time will come good times. And I'm going to read something to y'all, and it's straight out of the Word of God. Matthew 24. And it is Jesus talking to his disciples. I'm just going to read verse 3. Yeah, verse 3. It says, Now as he sat on the Mount of Olives, and this is from NIV. I don't normally read out of NIV, but this is Chuck Smith's NIV, so I, 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 I kind of, I only keep NIVs or, or, or anything lower than the King James if it belongs to someone who I know who's a Christian. So that, that hopefully they went through and did some changes. But anyway, uh, it says, Now as he sat on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately saying, Tell us, when will these things be? And what will be the sign of your coming and the end of the age? So, privilegedly to say, uh, men have their own end of the age, and God has His own uh, agenda for the end of the end of the age. Um, the two thousand twelvers believe that. At a certain point in time, which is 2012, the age in which we were living will end. Now, the New Agers believe that we are going from uh, Pisces to Aquarius. See, theirs is backwards. In their months, they go, you know, Capricorn, um, Aquarius, Pisces. But in the scope of mankind and in the bigger picture, not going from month to month, but going from uh, millennium to millennium, or even bigger than that, they believe that we were living for the last, what, 1,800 some years, which is 2,000 years. They believe that we were living in the age of Pisces. And believe it or not, Pisces is represented by a fish. Uh <laughs> But they believe that we're making a transformation over to uh, Aquarius. I had a song. I had a a, a person on YouTube play um, Beyonce's song backwards. And it says, we are headed to the age of Aquarius, you know, something like that. But that's not how the song went. But when you paid it backwards, it's, it said that the age of Aquarius is coming soon. And a lot of times they use their faces, which I call the the, the music industry, especially the hip hop and the rap, is their faces and rock is their that's that's their faces. So they get their faces to sing these songs, even hypnosis playing a song backwards. And yeah, and it is hypnosis. And don't ask me how it works. Cause I'm not a scientist. I have no idea. But the end of the age. For, um, for the Christian is that Jesus Christ will come back for his people and there will be seven years of tribulation. Then he will restore all things and start a 1,000 year millennium. Right? So, there is a description of the day of the Lord and I'm going to read it to you. And it's found in Joel chapter 2. <coughs> It says, blow ye a trumpet in Zion. And I want to touch on that trumpet sound that they're blowing in Zion has to do with the Feast of Trumpets, which is on Rosh Hashanah. So I, I, that's another show by itself. Matter of fact, the next show, I want to talk about the war of Gog and Magog on Rosh Hashanah, if it happens that way. Matter of fact, I want to address that a little bit before the show is over with. It says, blow ye a trumpet in Zion and sound an alarm in my holy mountains that all the inhabitants of the land tremble. For the day of the Lord cometh, for it is nigh at hand, a day of darkness and of gloominess, of clouds and of dark, thick darkness. 
and mountains spread upon the mountains, a great people. And then it goes on to talk about these beasts that's flying around, which matches the ones in uh, Revelation. Now, I want to read out the King James, um, what it says. It says, uh, and it's the same thing I read earlier about the end of the age, but this time it says, it says, tell us what will be the sign, what will be, well, okay, I'm sorry, let me start over. Tell us when will these things be and what shall be the sign of thy coming and the end of the world? And I like to say the world as we know it. So the world that we, as we know it, 6,000 years have Satan running the show. Now, Satan is called the prince of the power of the air, found in the New Testament. Uh, Satan comes to kill, to distill, steal, and to destroy. And mainly Satan's objective is to steal our knowledge of eternal life, our knowledge of what Jesus Christ did on the cross. If he is going to destroy that knowledge, he must fog it up, make it so you can't see it clear or blind you completely. And um, uh, the knowledge of God is to come against the knowledge of the enemy. And the knowledge of God and the promises of God must be more effective in your heart than and is uh, the information coming in from the enemy. Um we must stand on truth. That's why it says in Ephesians chapter 6 that we must stand on the, the word of truth. We must stand on, and have our girdles fastened. Um, the, the, the gospel must be clear to us. We must sit down and, and ask God to have the, clear, the gospel clear to us. And the reason why I said this is because the first half of the tribulation periods will be a will be an information war. I'll say it again: the first half of the tribulation period will be an information war. It'll be filled of lies and hypocrisy. It'll be filled of men, which is spoken of in the book of James, uh, stealing from the the, the, the laborers. Um, and the Bible says, "Rich men reap and howl for your misery has come upon you." But your 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 treasures have become, um, and as it says in Isaiah, no um, rusted. It says in uh, Revelation, um, the end of the age will bring about uh, misery and discomfort and agony, and people will wish they can die. Um, so the New Age movement is a deception from the devil himself. And he has been lying to the people of this earth for countless of years. And he will continue to lie. And he will go into perdition. The Antichrist and the false prophet will go into perdition. And all those who follow them and take their mark and have not repented and turned towards Jesus will go into perdition. So, with that being said... Uh, it says in verse uh, 4, And Jesus answered unto them, Take heed that no man deceive you, for many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and deceive many. Now, the word says many. And uh, I've heard a few pronosticators say that many mean millions. Now, could it be that the Antichrist comes to the scene and says, I am God and you are little gods? We have to stay tuned. But I believe that the New Age movement and the New Age way of thinking is going to say that you can be as gods. Because remember in Genesis chapter 3 and 4, uh, the devil said to uh, Eve, that don't you know that God knows that if you eat that of the tree, you will be as he is, knowing good from evil? Well, if that's what God or being a God means, then, um, hey, uh, wow. But um, so 
what the New Age movement is trying to say is that we're going to be having a new economic system, a new leadership system, a new a religious system, definitely a new religious system. That's a, that's what the New Ages are all about. It's religion. Uh, see, Satan wants to be omnipotent, omnipresent, and omnipotent. He wants to be omnipotent, all-powerful, or omnipresent everywhere. He wants to be all... He wants to be omnipotent. He wants to be all-knowing. And the system that they're setting up, the electronic system, the system of the mark of the beast, will help him to be all-powerful, all-knowing, and everywhere. He wants to be all those. So the system that he will set up will help him to do that. Of course, he will also set up a squilling system meaning that your neighbor would squeal against your neighbor and your family members would squeal against your family members. I was reading a, a piece of scripture yesterday <clears throat> talking about and the very enemies will be in your own household. Um, it says that mother against daughter, father against son, mother-in-law against daughter-in-law. Of course, that's already happening. <laughs> we don't need that to speed up. I mean, the family will be your enemies, um, and they won't just be stealing iPods from you. They'll be stealing other things like I had happened to me. <laughs> That's another story by itself. Um, so the the New Agers are intertwined with the Illuminati, of course, and the Illuminati is intertwined with other religions, believe it or not. But what I want to focus on is all the religions are seeing a paradigm shift or watching for a paradigm shift. Even Christianity is looking for a paradigm shift where Jesus Christ will come rapture his church out and there will be seven years of tribulation before the millennium starts, which to me is a great paradigm shift because Jesus said that had this time not been shortened, no flesh will be saved. I repeat, no flesh will be saved. So there is a tragedy coming. And they believe that, they see what the New Ages believe and what Adolf Hitler believe is that, yeah, through turmoil and tragedy, they will produce the new world order. That's what George Bush Sr. was saying, a thousand points of light, a new world order. And it will succeed. Yes, it will. That's what he said. It says it's going to succeed. Well, what little did he know, he has not been reading the Bible. He's not up on his Bible studies because I say it won't succeed. And the 2012ers are, are a false paradigm. It's a false belief because if the Bible says that there's seven years of tribulation, it's going to be seven years of tribulation. Now, see, now we got people fighting to say that there is no seven years of tribulation. There's just three and a half years. And I even heard somebody say there is no tribulation at all. What deception is going on in the last days? Big time deception. And and that's a show for itself where we can go in to um, Daniel. We can pull out the time limit for Daniel. That knowledge will increase. Uh, and there there is a certain time in Daniel that gives us the first uh, the seven years of tribulation and, and talk about in Daniel chapter 9 that he, the Antichrist, will uh, confirm a covenant for one week, which is seven years. That's been proven. Um, also, in Revelations, it talks about uh, the 144,000 Jews and the two witnesses uh, preaching the gospel. Now, uh they are going to be preaching the gospel for a certain amount of time. And it's not the same amount of time um, for anything else. I'm going to take a break. Um, and I'll be right back, okay? Connecting the dots and showing you why we are more vulnerable than ever. Greetings, fellow Americans. 
This is David Robertson inviting you to come be a part of an American Warning Radio Monday through Friday, 1 to 3 p.m. Central. You've seen the pieces. Now, come see the bigger picture an American Warning Radio with your host, David Robertson, on this and many other networks that value liberty. All they're getting is mainstream media stuff. That's all they're getting, including Fox News. The American Warning Program with David Robertson, uh, just a great show. Uh, all kidding aside, the, the numbers are really going, starting to go up on that program, and I think once people realize that that's on now live, Monday through Friday, 1 o'clock to 3 o'clock on this very station, you're going to be tuning in a lot more. That guy makes a lot of sense, and he's really good at what he does. Warning. Warning. America's habit forming. Status habit forming. Use the truth carefully. Get more information at anamericanwarning.com. That's anamericanwarning.com. lays out our future, and host Phil Armstrong examines what the scripture tells of his coming every Thursday and Sunday at 7 on The Prophecy Zone. What is the New World Order? The people who are talking about the New World Order, Bible prophecy, may be in danger. What do you need to be rapture ready? I believe that the Bible interprets the Bible, and we have to stick with the Bible. How much time is left? See more at theprophecyzone.com and youtube.com slash prophecyzone. Hear more here on Blog Talk Radio every Thursday and Sunday at 7 on The Prophecy Zone. Who is the Antichrist? I believe the Antichrist will not be known until the tribulation period starts. This is The Prophecy Zone. All right, we're back. Uh, (coughs) I have to uh, answer the phone, which turned out to be somebody that I wasn't uh, uh, going to talk to at this moment. The whole um, futures uh, investment firm that I used to trade commodities with. And, um, yeah, I used to, I never tell anybody that, but I used to trade commodities for a little bit of time. And I was successful at it. Uh, It just happened to be the time where God asked me, are you going to serve me or are you going to serve money? And, uh, and, uh, hey, I decided that uh, Moses had it right and when he said that I would not spend my time in the Pharaoh's house um, worshiping vanity. Rather, I would go and rather be with God's people. And I, I think a lot of Christians these days ought to see it that way, but they don't. They see it uh, that riches can go hand in hand, which, you know, yeah, riches can go hand in hand with Christianity, but you have to make sure you put the riches in its right perspective. Okay, so the 2012ers believe that they're going to be a world leader who arrives to power right along with Christianity, the Muslims, the New Agers, uh, and a few other religions believe that they're going to be, a, especially Islam believes that they're going to be a Mahdi or the 12th Imam who is going to come and he's going to, he's going to put together a Islamic caliphate uh, and he's going to take over that uh, Islamic caliphate and then take over the whole world, which the Bible does iterate on that. And, and folks, if you read your Bible, and you read Daniel chapter 7, it says that there are 10 kings that should arise. And I've seen among them the first, a little horn that comes up before whom three of the first were subdued. Now, the word subdued is not ripping them up, tearing them apart, 
and spitting them out uh, like one of my dear brothers who passed away. And I love him to death, but that that's not how it's going to work. The Antichrist is not going to fight with anybody when he rises up. Uh, he's going to take over power by persuasion. And uh, when the ten horns come up, he's going to subdue three of the first ten, which I think is a um, partial or, or a whole Islamic caliphate, where the Middle East is divided into three, Africa is divided into two, and, and the European Union will be divided into five regions. And he takes over the caliphate, which is the three, which is uh, the Middle East. But we have to stay tuned because I don't own the patents on Bible prophecy. But all these organizations are looking for an individual to rise up and to take power and to run the whole world. And they believe this is going to happen. And they also believe that this is going to happen from Jerusalem. The Islamic um, religion believe that this is going to happen from Jerusalem. And the globalists believe that they're going to use Jerusalem as the capital of the world, uh, along with Iraq or Babylon. <coughs> and I'm pretty sure they're going to have a few centers for the leadership of uh, the New World Order. Uh, plus, we know that Rome is going to be one of the leaderships. And remember that um, in Daniel chapter 2, as you go scale down the beast, first one's Babylon, the second one's Medo Persia, the next one's Greece, and then the next one's New Rome. If you notice, the New Rome is the two legs, which has two divisions. And the two divisions are east and west. And if you if you search on your search engines and and, and Google and you say and you say map of um, New Rome, uh, the old Roman Empire, it's gonna give you the map of the old Roman Empire. And then what you do is you go and you take Nicolai Sarkozy, you punch that in, Nicolai Sarkozy, Mediterranean Union, is going to give you this, the countries that persist of this union. This union still exists. And um, one thing about Nicolai Sarkozy is he was pretty animate about this union. And people were actually excited about the union. They just didn't know how they were going to put this thing together. And remember, the union comes up before the Antichrist. See, everybody's thinking that the Antichrist comes and fixes the union. No, the union was is, is already there. But what's going to happen is at a certain time in history where God is ready, this union will actually turn on the light and it's, or cut the tape. What I'm saying is when you start it, when you build a new building, and the building is, um, you know, a beautiful building, and they have a cut and tape ceremony. Everybody claps and pitch, especially if it's a big, nice, important building. You can have the media there, and everybody's yay. Well, the 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 beast out of Daniel chapter seven and Revelation chapter thirteen will rise to power in a certain given time in history. That is before the Antichrist. But but the building was being... Well, now, now take a look at this. The building, the skyscraper that they just opened, had a, had a um, uh, ceremony was being built a long time before that ceremony. So to the... Now let's go back a couple of months, go back about a year and I guarantee you there would have been a ceremony of one shovel and the mayor, the congressman, the governor maybe, and he takes that shovel, digs a hole, and everybody claps. Okay? So you would see shades of an organization being built first with the European Union, then with the Mediterranean Union, then with the African Union joining later. Well, now in history, there's going to come a time when a 10 these ten head, ten horn confederacy of nations will join together in the end times on a specific given date, even though the the structure was already being set way before that. So after the rapture of the church, after the economies collapse, after everybody needs help, uh, the whole world needs a, a savior, 
a, a organization is going to go into the secret chambers and they're going to come out as a formed Mediterranean Union. I don't, I don't think that's going to be the name of it. I think they're going to change the name. I don't think it's just the European Union, but like I say, um, it's just my belief. Um, the Antichrist will be an Assyrian. He will come from Syria. Uh, I don't know if he would have been born maybe in Lebanon and Tarshish, but he will be uh, a person who will take over for Assad or the person after Assad. And uh, he will come after the organization is uh, introduced to the world. And trust me, they're going to have an introduction where they say, okay, wow, this is such a great thing that is happening. The revived Roman Empire, they might even say it on their own selves on the television. But let's get back to 2012. Everybody's looking for a leader. Now, here's what something else is looking for now. The Islamic people are looking out, looking for the uh, Mahdi, the 12th Imam, the Mahdi, to eliminate uh, people. So he's going to do that by, and if you look at um, Revelations 12, it says, and and people were beheaded. Uh, in Revelations, it says that people were beheaded for the witness of Christ. And people are going to be beheaded in that time. So guillotines are are being ordered or have been ordered. And there are people with pictures of these guillotines. They'll sneak up on the, and it's always in Georgia. You notice that Georgia is supposed to be the capital of the NW, uh, the the, the um, NAFTA, the North American Free Trade Agreement, <laughs> NAFTA. Um, so a lot of that stuff go on there. Now, what's going on? Are they playing games with our heads? Because I noticed that they said they were going to do this. They said they're going to have false. Things happen, things that look like they're going to happen, but they don't end up happening, and we run up to the carrot. Well, eventually the carrot's going to stop because God's going to say it's time's up. But um, they believe that the Antichrist will slaughter many of the infidels. Now, the New Age movement believes that uh, that there's going to be a replenishing of the earth, the earth will spit out its uh, uh, diseases and its chasms and its and its the bad things, and it will make new for the new. And but the Bible, but the actually, but the Bible speaks of a time where Jesus will come and get His church. The Bible says, "For the Lord Himself shall come down from heaven with." And descend into the clouds with a loud shout and the voice of our angel and the trumpet of God and the dead in Christ will rise first. That's me just saying that. Um, but the dead in Christ will rise first and then the people who are alive and remain should be caught up. For y'all to ask me what version I'm reading, I'm just saying, I'm just paraphrasing it. I'm, I'm just reading it off the top of my head. But um, the, the rapture will come and take out millions and millions and millions of people. Now, most kids, most kids will be gone. Not all of them, but most kids. Um, if you got a child that's practicing sin and knows the cross, he's probably going to be still here. You say, well, he's supposed to be under the age of accountability. No. You're looking for innocence. When Jesus called those two those kids over, a group of kids, and he said, such is the kingdom of God, they were innocent. And they probably didn't understand the cross because the disciples didn't understand what the heck the cross was supposed to be. But later on in history and later on in time after the cross, kids that are, are innocent, they might get in trouble once in a while, but they don't practice sin. To see the very thing that that we are trying um, to explain to our kids is is not to do wrong. That's That's the parent's objective. Now, if you get a kid that just goes to school and gets in trouble and gets in trouble in the neighborhood and just gets in trouble all the time, that's a kid that's practicing sin. And if you have a, a kid that goes to school, I'm give you for instance, and uh, he takes a knife to school and he hides the knife and 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 then he he, he shows it to a few kids and says, I might get in trouble. You know, then he knows right from wrong. So that kid is 
over the age of accountability because they are accountable. They know good from evil. Remember Adam and Eve in the garden says, he's scared he, you're no good from evil if you eat of that fruit. What happens to eating of the fruit? They, they not all, they, they're accountable towards good and evil. So what happened? What happens to the nine-year-old who get caught with a knife? Well, he knows better if he was hiding it, right? And he also knows the cross. So to make a long story short, yeah, many kids are going to be gone, but not all kids are going to be gone. So there are going to be kids still walking around here. Because if you talk to some of my neighbor kids, there's some hellions. I mean, they come knocking at your door saying, can such and such come out? I'm like, no, he can't come out now, right now. Why? Why? What? Huh? And he's like three feet tall. He's taller. He's shorter than my four-year-old. And he's like eight or nine. <laughs> I just like, what? I mean, folks, I mean, it, it's a lot of stories I can tell you about these kids in this neighborhood. Uh, that I'm living in. It's not a bad neighborhood either. But um, the schisms, the the parasites, that's what they're saying in the, in the year 2000, that that uh, the New Age movement believes that the world is going to shoot out its parasites and its schisms and its, the bad things. And the Bible says that he's coming to get the righteous. He's coming to get those who believe in Jesus Christ for their righteousness. He's come to get people who believe that Jesus Christ died on the sins for their died on the cross for their sins. He's come to get people who are walking with God daily. Okay, so that's one thing most of these uh, organizations people believe that's going to happen is is this is now as far as the other religions like Buddhism and 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 all that other stuff they believe the same thing. Okay, but we're going to be talking about um, the Middle East and, and what's going on in the Middle East. Uh, it looks like World War Three is going to start. Of course, it could be a part of a bank, but, but uh, birth pain, and we can go right into next year. Now, the 2012ers believe that chaos will come in the in the in the in the way of war. They also think that the sun will shoot out. Rays will shoot out its um, these um, these um, sun sun shots, and it's going to hit the Earth, and it's going to cause the Earth to get much hotter. I was watching a movie yesterday, and they're talking about um, the sun rays coming closer to the Earth. Now, keep keep in mind that even if the sun shot out a ray, it takes light a long time to get to the Earth. So once it gets there, it's going to stay there for a while. So in the Bible, it talks about a man being scorched, scorched on the ground, um, you know, screaming at God, saying, and still won't, they still won't repent. Uh, what kind of what kind of sin they want to do must be really nice because they still don't want to repent. Um, so it's in the Bible. It's found in the Bible. That's what's found in the Bible. It's, it's it's found in the Bible first before it's found in 2012. We didn't know about 2012 uh, 100 years ago, even 30 years ago. Heck, I was just born. I don't remember nobody talking about no 2012. Not not as far as they, they market it now. But I believe that the 2012 event is, has to do with the occult. And the occult has to do with the Illuminati, which has to do with the people who run the world. And eventually, when they send us these Y2Ks and all these other these, uh, common elements stuff, eventually <laughs> they're going to send us one that we're going to be, uh, I don't know, but it, it seems interesting to talk about. And then it's actually going to happen, sort of like 2012. Now, am I saying that the end of the world is going to happen this year? I don't know. It can go a couple of years more, but it's not going to go that far, so folks. And for the people who are still probably still listening to the show asking me a while back, where is the war? Well, we got the war. The war is going on now. It's just a matter of time before it explodes. So when people are saying that, where is the war? Where's your war at? Well, here you go. It's going to start. Now, 
here's the thing to look at is when all lines dissect, all events dissect into one period. Jerusalente says that the the uh, there's going to be riots and there's going to be chaos and there's going to be anarchy. Um, and anarchy will come where there is no elections, where there's suspended elections. Then anarchy will produce itself even even through martial law. Now, there are militaries getting ready for martial law. There are banks being told to find a um, way to deal with uh, a crash. Now, that's their term way of saying and flip, flipping it over. That's their way of saying, um, yes, there is a crash. Get ready. There is going to be a crash within weeks. Get ready. Um, is there going to be a crash within weeks? Well, let's ask Max Kaiser, who says April of next year, but it can happen sooner. Uh, we know in the Christian realm that the fall feast, where Jesus fulfilled already the spring feast, he is to fulfill the fall feast. So the tribulation is going to begin and things are going to go chaotic, it will be in the fall. And I keep hearing that word in the fall. And whatever year Jesus comes back, it will be in the fall. And whatever we, in, in my terms of looking at the Bible and putting two and two together, whenever the stock market or the economies of the world collapse to bring about the Antichrist, it will happen in the fall. Um, um, so Jared Salente says that and he's a he's a really good forecaster. Uh he says that um the dollar will be no more in January, which it could happen even sooner. Um Alex Jones is a person I, I really admire. Uh, is saying that uh you know World War Three is happening. He better run for the hills because he's already said enough for them to come and try to kill him. So he better start heading for the hills. Um Mark Ferbert, Ferbert, I don't know if I'm saying his name right, but he's saying that uh, it's the, the markets are going to collapse sometimes. It, it could happen in April of next year, but I don't know why they keep saying April of next year, but it's probably, it's probably going to happen sooner. Um, there, there was even an article I got on my desk. I can't reach it because it's on the side of me. But uh, there's an article on my desk from a guy who is really on, and he he uses the stars and the and the and the moon and the stars to do it, and he's they and he's been accurate with whatever he he's picked. So I mean, I can keep going. I can keep going. I mean, the World War Three looks like it's going to start any day now. Um, you see that they want to go after Iran. Uh, and 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 it's just disinformation. It's just information that's being put out. We, we, they're, they're in the information war, and they're trying to fight against Israel. I mean, Iran by sending out phony information because they don't want Iran to know when they're going to hit them. They can hit them now and say they're going to send out information to him in October. But here's here's my theory about this. Um, October seems to be a good fit. For Israel to try to hit them before the, the two, 2012 elections. And it also fits the Bible. And I'm going to use the Bible to tell y'all what's going to happen. If you notice in Ezekiel 38 39, Israel, oh, excuse me, Iran uh, come as a guard. I mean, uh, Russia comes as a guard for Iran. Excuse me. So let me clarify that because I got a little turn time. Um, Russia in Ezekiel 38 39 is coming as a guard. To them who they are with, which is Iran, is one of them. Turkey is another. Um, and then it has a whole list of other nations. So if they come in as a guard, then that means they have to come as a guard before Israel could hit them in October. Right? So in other words, if they're coming as a guard, unless Israel hit them anyway, and then they just hit the facilities because I saw one article say that it would take Israel a couple of about a month to finish off the job to to hit Iran's nuclear facility. Now you think Iran really going to sit there and get raped? I, I'm on Israel's side, but I'm just being sorry. I'm just I'm just asking y'all. Y'all really think that Iran's going to sit there? Now there might be a minor war between Israel and Iran, but 
Ezekiel thirty eight thirty nine proves that there is just that was just it, a minor war. So what is going to a brother asked today, what what's gonna happen out of all these wars, you know, Psalms eighty three, um, Isaiah seventeen, Ezekiel thirty eight and thirty nine, the stock market collapse. Well I'm gonna tell y'all what I believe can can happen and y'all y'all stay tuned. Um Rosh Hashanah is gonna play a big part if it's this year. I believe the rapture of the church will and I don't know what day and hour because you're you're you could be listening to me right now in New York and it's twelve forty four in New York. And then somebody in Israel could be listening to me and it's a whole different day. Somebody in Russia can be listening to me and they got heck, they got a couple of time zones in Russia. They got like eight time zones, I think. So, um a day and hour you don't know. But I do I wouldn't go preach this too long. I wouldn't go preach this to everybody so they can, you know, say, Oh, you're wrong and it happens two years from here. But I'm saying whenever whenever Jesus Christ gets ready to come back, when the Father sends him, it's gonna be in Rosh Hashanah, probably the last day of Rosh Hashanah. And it will be at the last trumpet sound. And we won't have no idea when that's coming. But here's a clue. Now I got a couple of scenarios where uh Damascus is taken out and nations respond at the end of Isaiah seventeen to invade Israel. Now, could those invaders be the same ones found in Ezekiel thirty eight and thirty nine? Or could those invaders be the ones found in Psalms eighty three? I'm confused. But I'll say this. You can look for any day now the boarding nations because Israel is going to have to take out Hamas and, and, and Hezbollah and Syria and Lebanon. They're going to have to take those countries out first before they can deal with Iran. Or they can try to take those out, trying to get Iran to fight with them. Um, I don't know. But there is a good possibility that the scenario could be different from what everybody think it's going to be. A lot of us think that the war is going to come just like Noah. When Noah uh, was building the ark and he got the last animal in and then it started to rain. Or when Lot started to run out the city. You notice it didn't really, it, could, it couldn't really uh, rain sulfur and ashes and rocks and fire and all this other stuff until they were actually out of the city. So there's a good chance that Ezekiel 38 and 39 will play a pivotal part in the rapture of the church. If you look inside of that that um, chapter, those two chapters, you're going to notice that it took seven years to burn the weapons. And you're also going to notice that the earth shaked at God's presence. So the, God said that the earth should shake at my presence. Why is it shaking at his presence? If he's, if, if it, That means his presence is close. So if his presence is close, that means he's probably standing in the clouds taking the church out at the same time. Or taking the believers out at the same time, those who are dead in a lot. And maybe one of those movies had it right when they said that the, the, the missiles God also made the missiles vanish. Now, he did say, I should send fire upon the coastlands of those who dwell carelessly. So, 2012 will come in um, with the the, the summer, the, the solstice and all this other stuff. Um, I don't think we're going to get to that point, folks. I think it's going to happen much sooner. Now, if it doesn't happen this year, then we've we've had a media craze and a uh, MK Ultra uh, mind control game ran on us for the last time, and eventually it's going to happen. Am I a 2012 believer? No, I'm a Bible believer. I don't believe in 2012. It can't work. The the theories that they're coming out with saying that the the world is going to end is not the 2012 are saying that. It's 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 probably the globalists playing playing little games 
Because if they, if they can bring out an antichrist, if they can bring out a leader who can straighten all this stuff out, and then they can say, see, the world's not going to end because King Lucifer just stopped, you know, the world from being blown up. So now bow to him. Bow to me. You know, he's going to ask people to worship him later on. So uh, is 2012 uh, being used by the globalists to usher in a new world order? It's a possibility. I mean, there's a lot of people, a lot of important men are saying that um, in economics, or in even in the forecasting department, like even Lindsey Williams is talking to um, his his people, and I don't know if they're pulling the strings now or what, but <clears throat> he says that the dollar would crash in January, and then the dollar would be no more. So that goes along with the rest of the connecting the dots of saying that, hey, this stuff is going to happen really early. Now, my best guess is for the markets to collapse is probably around the 20th of September, somewhere in there, uh, 20th to the end of the September, probably going towards the middle of October. And uh, my best guess for a covenant to be signed is probably sometime in the Feast of Tabernacles, uh, but I'm not sure. Uh, a good time for the uh, um, uh, meetings to start being held. We know that the, there's going to be some meetings at the UN. Of course, if the UN is still there, trust me, folks, the UN may not be there at the end of this three-month cycle, which is the fall, the four-month cycle. The, the UN may not even exist, or it might fold, or it might be destroyed. And and the union I told y'all earlier, the Mediterranean Union, which will probably have a new name, will be the union um, that will take over the world. But they do have plans on meeting at the. Uh, they do have meetings uh, scheduled at the end of September. Now, when they say peace and safety total destruction come upon them. Now that to me is for the tribulation period. That's going to be in the tribulation period. So they're going to say peace and safety and the beginning of the tribulation period and then sudden destruction. Sudden destruction, folks, three and a half years is not that quick, not that long. I got a kid that's four years old going on five and he's got, he's got, I mean, wow, he's grown up real quick. And uh, three and a half years ain't that ain't that quick. So when the Bible says sudden destruction come upon them, I understand what they're saying. Now, if you read uh, Ezekiel thirty-eight and thirty-nine, the word peace is nowhere in Ezekiel thirty-eight and thirty-nine. So that goes along with the weapons being burned for seven years. That places it outside of the tribulation period, folks. I don't care what Jake, Jackman, and people who I really care or love, or any of the other guys say. Ezekiel 38 and 39 is on the outside looking in. Now, when they say peace and safety, total destruction come upon them, the Antichrist will sign a peace covenant. Then they will say peace and safety. Sudden destruction means, it doesn't mean, uh, you know, immediate. It can mean the three years, three and a half years, because trust me, the Antichrist sending out lies and his systems and the Satan sending out lies and the false prophets sending out lies is, is, is big enough destruction by itself. And then they say you can't buy or sell or eat or do anything without the mark. Yeah, that is sudden destruction. That is, that's already destroying people because he's going to come after you and he's going to destroy you. He's going to cut off your head. You're going to be beheaded for the witness of Christ. And um, in the tribulation period, it's going to be the worst time in human history. Jesus said, Jesus said that. So the markets are going to probably start collapsing around probably after the rapture. 
say, well, you, you're arrogant. You believe it's going to happen because you're not going to be here. I don't plan to be here. Now, it could start collapsing even earlier, sometime in September, but I'm, I don't plan to be here. Now, if it's this year, I don't really plan to be here. Whenever the rapture happens, I plan to be in the rapture. If it's 2014, 15, 16. But my best guess is we probably see, we, it's probably going to be some stuff happening pretty soon. All the stuff that we're looking for, like the Olympic Games, uh, you know, terror attacks, and 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 we're looking for terror attacks in America, in the United States, and we we'll probably get a one terror test, maybe on September 9th. They're aiming for that, September 11th, September 9th. They're aiming for that, but we we can we can be we might not see anything, folks. If you're a born again believer, you might not see anything. You might just get raptured. They might we might be reading it the whole wrong way. Syria, all that stuff might take place after the rapture of the church. Some of it might take place before the rapture of the church. Some of it might take place after the rapture of the church. But we know that the rapture of the church is soon to come upon the earth. Even the movies are showing you kidnappings from aliens and 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 people from far, uh, you know, from our universe comes and and kidnaps the people, you know, and we, they never give an explanation. But the New Age movement gives an explanation that we're troublemakers. But the Bible said that we are the restrainer which is the Holy Spirit is working through the church to keep evil. So they don't actually know that we are here to keep evil away from the earth. So we got four minutes. Um, I want y'all to go ahead and uh, check out my website, www.prophecysonradio.com slash blog slash slash blog. I think you can get away with that. Um, check that out. I've been having some issues with that website, so I'm going to go ahead and use another website. Um, I can't believe I went this long towards uh, 2012, the end, you know, the, the rapture date. You know, I was kidding. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Don't take me seriously. I can't believe I went this long without a website. I mean, I had a website made for a thousand dollars last year. And the guy that's making that made my website is just um, I, I just give up on that. You know, I ain't gonna speak bad about nobody, but I, I give up on that one. I'm gonna go and just produce my own website, and if the Lord even wills. And I had thousands of people listen to me. It could have been millions, but I didn't. I, I my kids. I got my kids throughout the day, and that's my ministry. You know, I'm just glad to be with y'all. Sometimes, you know, it's nothing to brag about. You know. I mean, it's nothing to brag about that, you know, I can talk to millions of people. Who wants to be famous? Who cares? I just want to get the heck out of here. Uh, not because, you know, and, and, and it's not so bad. The world's not so bad. The United States is not so bad yet. I don't want to be here in the tribulation period. Uh, so when people call me weak or looking for a escape hatch or whatever, yeah, I'm looking for escape hatch. You ain't going to sit in a burning house, are you? You're not going to sit in a burning building. If you know a tornado is coming, you're going to get out of Dodge, at least go downstairs. You're not going to stay upstairs eating bun buns and, and sitting on your couch. You're going to go out and get out of harm's way, right? It's human nature. I don't have nothing to prove. Well, I can I can get sucked in a tornado and find, my, find myself crushed and dead a couple of miles later. I don't have nothing to prove to anybody. Same thing about the rapture. I don't have nothing to prove to go through the tribulation period. I don't want to go through the tribulation. Not that kind of tribulation. I mean, I've been going through tribulation. I'm 43 years old. I've been going through tribulation all my life. But anyway, I want y'all to check out my show. Uh, I'll try to bring it on every day. If not, every other day. But God bless And y'all have a wonderful day.
thank y'all for listening. Uh, I wanted to pay these trumpets for y'all, but I can't find them. Let's see if I can find. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to find these trumpets, but I can't find them. But anyway, y'all, um, please stay tuned to my shows. Keep watching. Um, keep looking up for our redemption draws near. God bless y'all, and y'all have a wonderful day. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over and by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.